liking football, you know, you, there is a um, an animated movie out that's called Train Your Dragon, and that's exactly what the we hope the Vikings will do on Friday evening when the St. Albans Red Dragons come to town. And uh, as part of the podcast here, we have an interview with uh, soon to be an inductee in the Viking Football Hall of Fame, Seth Parsons. And Brian, he was a, a pretty exciting player to watch. Seth was a fantastic uh, quarterback, Rube, and when you look at his stats, uh, it's it's eye popping at what he was able to uh, do at Ripley High School. And you know, sometimes I think he may be one of those guys that's undervalued uh, when you think of the historical uh, players throughout Ripley High School. But I'm glad to see him going into the Hall of Fame, Rube. That's a well deserved honor. And you talked to a, a Viking senior this year as well. Yeah, I talked to Colton Pepper, the recently crowned Mr. Viking, a guy uh, who uh, has battled injuries this year, and uh, happy to see him back out there and, and uh, be able to have that moment as Mr. Viking as well. And, and Brian, I talked with another Viking senior who's also had to overcome injuries, a defensive standout, Brandon Deal, so we'll have that as well. And uh, what else have we got on the podcast? Well, I talked to a soccer standout, a sophomore, uh, Addie Morrison, as she has uh, really made her way uh, on the uh, soccer field for the Lady Vikes. And, uh, boy, she set herself up to have a great career with uh, two years remaining. And, Brian, she um, is a Ripley High School graduate, and she went to Concord University uh, to play soccer. But she's now on the golf team for the Mountain Lions. So we'll talk with Reagan Carpenter. And I also had an opportunity to talk with Austin Tolley, another Ripley High School graduate, and he made the successful transition from being a part of the pride of Jackson County. Now he's part of the pride of West Virginia, the Mountaineer Marching Band. Yeah, just a, a cool story, Rube, and a great podcast we have this week. But uh, before we get into it, Rube, don't forget uh, RipleyVikings.com, where you can get all of your Viking apparel, hoodies, shorts, T-shirts, you name it, hats. They have it all. Use coupon code VIKING360 and get 15% off of your next order. So, let's get into it. Here's episode 105. A rough outing for the Vikings last Friday night in which they fell to the Roan County Raiders and watched the Rotary Club trophy head toward the Roan County High School trophy case for the first time since 2012. The Raiders completely dominated the contest from start to finish with the lone highlight coming for the Vikings in the waning seconds of the first half when Jaden Martin, who was in in relief of the injured Ty Stevens, connects with Joey Ramsey to keep the Vikings' slim hopes alive at halftime. Yes, they're going to punt it. Looks like great house, baby. Oh, they're going to run with it. They're going to go for it. He's looking downfield, floats it up the Raiders' sideline and overthrows Delft. On fourth down and 22 with 23 seconds to go here in the first half, they go for it. And that's, that's kind of an in-your-face move right there. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there's say not a whole lot of respect being shown. And when you're ahead 30 to nothing, I guess that's why. But, uh, yeah, deep in their own territory at the 26-yard uh, wow. line, they go for it. And Ripley's offense back out on the field with 23 seconds to go, and I think a couple timeouts in their pocket. I am somewhat shocked by that. As Jaden Martin will be in a quarterback now, number 10, looking to throw. He's going to throw it into the end zone, and Joey Ramsey makes the catch. 
Minnesota Vikings touchdown from 26 yards out. Great throw from Martin and a good job by Joey to go up and take it away from a couple defenders. Vikings are on the board. The final score was 44-7. to The Raiders improved their record to 5-1 and on the season, and the Vikings dropped to 1-5. and As we've seen, adversity has shown its face in 2021 for the Viking football team. And Coach Sayer knows it's times like this when you figure out which guys in the locker room will step up and meet that challenge in the future. The old saying, sometimes you get the bear and sometimes the bear gets you. The bear's eating well right now, so we've just got to work on it. And we have been. We've had a very uh, tough mental and physical week of practice, so hopefully our guys will respond. And if they don't respond, we'll just continue to work because there's no quit in me or, or the guys on the coaching staff. And the majority of our players are young and they want to get better and they want to keep working. The Vikings are back at it this Friday night looking to snap a four-game losing streak, much like their opponent, the St. Albans Red Dragons. Both teams have this game circled in hopes of finding the win column in Week 7. Coach Sayer knows it won't be an easy task with a hungry group of Red Dragons Desperate for a win at Memorial Stadium Friday night. It's going to be a real tough game. Uh, they are bigger than us physically, which has been the story week in and week out. And, and they're tough. They've been playing in the MSAC. We know what the level of competition is like that they've faced week in and week out. And they're looking at us as their soft spot. So we've got to come out and try to make sure that we're not. Ripley Viking Countdown to kickoff will begin at 7 p.m. Friday night with a kickoff set for 7.30. Join Brian Johnson, Jeff Waywright, and Phil Iman for all of this week's action on C98 The Bull and streaming on Mountaintop Media. This Viking senior has overcome injuries to become a versatile leader for this Viking defensive unit. Brandon Deal is a tackling leader whether he's playing nose guard or linebacker. Right here on the podcast, we're talking with Viking senior Brandon Deal. And he was a big deal the other night. He was in on, on several tackles on the defense. Brandon, thanks for joining us today. Hey. And uh, tell us, uh, you've been on the defensive side of the ball this year. Uh, is that to suit your mentality? You think you like playing defense? Yeah, I love playing defense. I love hitting people, and I like to fly around and make plays. And Brandon, tell us, uh, you, you are liable to be seen in a couple of different positions out there on the defensive side of the ball. Tell us where you where you might where, where we might find you on uh, Friday night. Well, it uh, depends wherever the coaches need me. I'm down to play, just as long as I get to play with my team and do whatever I need to do to make the play. And that may be at nose guard? Yeah. And it may be at linebacker? Yeah, whatever it takes. And Brandon, you have sort of a, a history uh, of some injuries, not only in football, but outside of football. Uh, tell me about uh, what all you have suffered during your career. Um, sophomore year, I tore my ACL. I had the surgery and everything. Then my junior year, I dislocated my shoulder and tore some ligaments in my shoulder. And I had surgery on it. And then I dislocated my shoulder again last Friday. <laughs> what does it feel like when you actually dislocate your shoulder? I mean, it, like, it's just uh, like a hard feeling. It goes like down your shoulder and just hurts. And that's about right. it. All right, the Vikes, uh, they take on St. Albans Friday night. You think the team is going to be uh, ready to take on the Red Dragons? Yeah, I think we can get together this week and uh, play better and play a lot harder and get the win. Great. Brandon, thank you so much for talking with me. Thank you. 
this Viking football senior wants to finish his career strong. And he knows that includes having a good game this week against the St. Albans Red Dragons. Here's Colton Pepper. Recently named Mr. Viking. Congratulations. Thank you. What was that moment like, man, uh, to be out there? I, I know you would have rather probably had the victory, but your name, Mr. Viking, your girlfriend's Miss Viking. You guys had that moment together. How cool was that? I mean, a win would have been nice, but it was just exciting to win. I mean, I was kind of anticipating because there were two other guys I knew who probably had a good shot, so it was close the whole way through, and I just I was just excited to win. And I know you were happy to be back out there, man. You've been battling injuries the first half of the season, and just being back out there with your teammates and, and uh, fighting and battling through all that had to feel good. It felt good to come back. I mean, I know I didn't get to play a lot my first game back. Hamstring messed me up a little. But, I mean, I was just happy to be back and put pads on. What does this program mean to you, man? After last year, you guys had a great season. Uh, it's been adversity this year. You guys have faced a lot of that. Injuries, COVID, uh, losing some close games. How difficult has it been for you to, to battle through all that in your senior season? I mean, it's been pretty hard. But, I mean, I love the sport. I love this team. The few the years I've been here, I've loved every moment of it. I mean, you just got to live with it, really. You got four games left uh, in uh, your high school career. What do you want to to see happen other than just win games? Obviously, I want to see this team improve. I want to see us be closer as a team. I also want to see us just finish strong and play hard. Colton, uh, when you look back at your career here at Ripley High School, what are some of the highlights and some of the things that uh, you'll think about twenty and thirty years from now? Uh, just playing with these guys, having a lot of fun with them. Uh, my freshman, sophomore year, just learning how to learn more about football and getting better at the game than these past two years, just being able to play and just, you know, um, just I can't think. Just of enjoying every minute of it, obviously. And, uh, buddy, uh, we appreciate you. We're glad you're healthy now, and best of luck to you the rest of the way. Thank you. ranks among Ripley football's all-time leaders in pass completions, yards gained, and touchdowns. Former Viking quarterback Seth Parsons is being inducted Friday evening into the Viking Football Hall of Fame. All right, our guest on Viking 360 is a, about to become inducted into the Viking Football Hall of Fame. Congratulations to uh, quarterback Seth Parsons. Seth, congratulations and thanks for being with us. Oh, thank you. Thanks for having me. Seth, you were a three-year starter at quarterback, and you were uh, involved with in Viking football in a time when we were playing a pretty difficult schedule involving the Mountain State Athletic Conference. I'm sure that was challenging, uh, especially younger in your younger uh, days of your career. Yeah, yeah, we played. Uh, I think we played. I think eight of the teams that we played were in the top 15. I think in the state, and you know, we competed. The best we could. Uh, we put up some points, but you know, that's, I mean, we we competed. That's all I can say. And and Seth, uh, looking back on your career, I mean, you rank among the school leaders in the completions, in yardage, and in touchdowns. So congratulations on, on a fantastic career and very deserving of this uh, Hall of Fame induction. But uh, who were some of the uh, receivers that made that happen uh, during your career? Uh, who were some of your better targets that you were, were working with? Oh, I had several. Uh, you know, Matt Mellert was a staple. He's in my, my grade, so I had him junior, senior year. Junior year, we had um, Logan um, Seabolt, tall guy, lanky. I think he's 6'3", 6'4", so anytime I wanted to throw it up, he could usually go up and get it. And then senior year, Jeff Walls really came out played 
incredible football. Uh, I think he was actually second team or first team all state. He was a junior, and Scotty Allum also on the outside. And Seth, um, you talk about uh, family legacies. As, as I look back on that, I mean, uh, your late uh, grandfather, Gerald Parsons, uh, was an outstanding uh, Ripley Viking. Your father, uh, Happy Joe, uh, of course, played at Ripley and went on to play up at Glenville State. So uh, what does that mean to you uh, to, to have been able to continue that legacy of the Parsons family and Viking football? Uh, family means everything. Uh, you know, Dad played a big role in getting me to play football. And um, rest in peace to my late Grandpa Gerald. I know they used to call him Mr. Touchdown, or at least that's what I was told. I think it was in the 60s. Um, and also my brother, Luke, he also played football, so he was a big role model for me as well. That's great. And uh, during that time, uh, of course, being a, a three-year starter at quarterback, there had to be some bizarre things that took place uh, over the course of time. Uh, and you were telling me about one particular game uh, against our cross-county rival where it was just uh, some interesting uh, incidents took place. Yeah, it was a junior year. We were playing Ravenswood at home, and we put up a lot of points. But one particular series, we actually scored three plays in a row. We kept getting pushed back 15 yards every time. Uh, I think we scored twice on two screen plays, got called back, and then ended up throwing a long bomb to Logan Seabolt, catching it in the corner of the end zone there. <laughs> and uh, Seth, uh, having put up those outstanding numbers during your career, uh, you had the opportunity to uh, play some college football, but you decided to, to uh, take on another pursuit. Yeah, I decided to go into uh, nursing right out of high school. Just had the opportunity to play, you know, around West Virginia and the West Virginia Conference. Just didn't see, didn't see my career after college in football. So decided to just go ahead and get school over with and uh, start providing for my family. And tell me what you're doing now. So I'm a nurse anesthesiologist. Um, I work at Camden Clark. I basically. Whenever you, whenever someone comes in for surgery, I'll be the one putting you to sleep and waking you up for that procedure. And I know that uh, your wife was a uh, Viking cheerleader, and you have a young family uh -huh. now. Tell us about, about uh, tell us about your family. Uh, my wife Samantha, she was a cheerleader. Uh, I have two kids, five-year-old son Crew. He goes to Collegeville Elementary, and a two-year-old daughter Emmy. Um, she's at home with the wife. Seth, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast, and congratulations on this weekend's induction into the Viking Football Hall of Fame. Appreciate it, Rube. Thanks for having me. Mountaintop Media is the official live stream provider of Ripley High School Athletics. Mountaintop Media offers a variety of services, including logo design, photography, videography, audiovisual setup, consulting, and web design. If you're beginning your climb to the peak of success, Mountaintop Media has you covered. Mountaintop Media, your vision through our lens. Go to mtmedia304.com to learn more. It takes a good athlete to compete on the college level. While Ripley grad Reagan Carpenter went to Concord University to play soccer, 
She's now more concerned with chips and putts as a member of the Mountain Lion golf team. Regan Carpenter is a sophomore at Concord University and a Ripley High graduate. And Regan has an unusual story in the world of sports in that uh, between her freshman and sophomore seasons, she switched sports. So Regan, tell us the story between uh, your, your change from, from soccer to golf. Um, yeah, so I have played soccer for um, 16 years competitively, uh, done travel, you know, my whole life, uh, even played uh, overseas in Scotland, um, and it just, I mean, I love the sport, you know, and everything, but when you do it your whole life, you just get burnt out sometimes, and I just, you know, like I started losing that passion for the sport, and I decided it was time to, you know, like, hang up my cleats and call it a career um so then I decided you know like it's time to do something new and I decided to pick up golf I had some friends you know on the team and um and it seemed like a fun sport uh, it's a very hard sport but um I went out and I played and I loved it and now I mean I wish I would have been playing in high school and my whole life and, and Reagan you were telling me that you're uh your, your experience in the sport was pretty much limited to miniature golf uh, until your yeah. college days. But tell me, what are the challenges for you as a newcomer to the sport? Is it is the drives? Is it putting? What are the challenges for you in the sport of golf? Honestly, it's mental. Um, it's a very mental sport. Um, like one of my teammates said that it's 90% mental, 10% physical. And that is true um like the mentality between like soccer and golf are just two completely different things like if you make a mistake in golf you have a bad uh like drive or a bad shot or something like you have to forget that and move on to the next one um um, I would definitely say my best would be um chipping I'm very good at chipping and putting um drives I have my days where I, you know, I can hit a perfect drive right down center fairway, and then there's other days that I pull right or pull left. And by being at Concord, I, I you're very close to uh, to Pipeston State Park, and they have a wonderful golf course there at, at Pipeston, so I could imagine that you would get uh, some playing time in at the state park. Yes, yeah, we practice, um, we practice over there. Um, we usually have like two to three practices a week, and then um, I'm I try to get out to the range the days that we're not out there practicing. Okay, and while you have changed your sports, you have not changed your major. And tell tell the folks uh, what you plan to do uh, with your diploma. Um. Yeah. So I am currently doing um, a master's in athletic training. Um. And I absolutely love it. I actually had the um, the honor of working all the state tournaments um, this past spring um, as an athletic trainer. And, I mean, it's just, like, it's amazing to, you know, be on the sideline with those athletes and doing the on-field evaluations and everything. Um, but I'm actually planning on going on to either PA or PT school. Um, but in the end, I would love to work as an athletic trainer. That's awesome. Uh, Reagan, thank you so much for talking with me, and good luck as your uh, golf career progresses. Thank you.
she's a sophomore and a key factor in the Lady Vikings' success on the soccer field in 2021. Here's Brian Johnson's conversation with Addie Morrison. It's been an up-and-down season so far for the Lady Vikes. Tough loss last night at uh, Charleston Catholic, uh, but still a lot of season left to play, right? Yes, we have had a lot of ups and downs this season, one of them being a low last night. But we do play some of the toughest teams in the state. You uh, you talk about getting back on track uh, this coming Thursday night. Uh, Cross-county rival Ravenswood will be in town, so that will be a good opportunity for you guys to bounce back. Yeah, we're all really excited to play them. Addie, this is a very young team with only three seniors, several underclassmen, uh, including yourself, contributing. Uh, you guys have a bright future. Yeah, we are a very young team this year, and I think that we just really need to keep working hard and practicing. And I've been with these girls since we were all really young, and we've been really fortunate to have some of the best coaches in state. So, You know, you're leading this team in goals and points scored as a sophomore. Man, you've set the bar high uh, for the remainder of your career here at Ripley High School. Yes, I think I have a lot to thank like my teammates and our great tough defense and midfield I think I owe them a lot for the success I'm having this year what will it take for this young team to start peaking at the right time and make some noise in the postseason I think that just this tough schedule we have this year and just to keep working hard I always like these off the wall questions but any superstitions special music things you like to listen to before you go out to get you pumped up Yes, I always, always have to put my right shoe on before my left shoe. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Hey, continued success, Addie, and best of luck the rest of the year, and we look forward to seeing uh, what's in store for you guys. I will. Thank you. Ripley High graduate Austin Tolley performs in front of more than 60,000 fans on football Saturdays in Morgantown. The commitment and the expectations are high as a member of the Mountaineer Marching Band. Our guest on Viking 360 is a member of the very popular Mountaineer Marching Band at WVU. He's a Ripley graduate, Austin Tolley. Austin, thanks for joining us today. Hello, Mr. Rubin. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Hey, I guess that uh, Mountaineer Marching Band is such a tradition, at uh, especially at WVU football games. And what does it mean uh, to be a part of that tradition uh, in Morgantown? Oh, man, it means like several things. But um, one of the biggest things it means to me is like keeping up the tradition of uh, playing pregame Um like keeping it up um, from like past like members that played that very same pregame show, um, and it really hits home when whenever every time we play simple gifts on the field, um, every time I play simple gifts and I look at the crowd of like sixty thousand people um, and see the fans like cheering, um, it just means like so much to me. Austin, I think if, if WVU band would ever change that pregame show, it would probably start some type of a riot up there because that has been a very popular uh, addition to Mountaineer football for so many decades. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, And then like when the drumline like, enters the field at the very um, beginning of pregame, like, it, just, it just feels so great up here. And Austin, you're a junior now at, at WVU and uh, and majoring in accounting. 
And uh, yes. And how much time does it take uh, to be uh, a member of, of the marching band? How much time does it take uh, for the weekly practice sessions and everything? So we have rehearsals Tuesday through Friday every week um, from 4 to 6. And then for drumline sectionals, um, we have it every Tuesday. And that goes from 6 um, to 8.30. So it takes up a lot of time. So um, the good part about being in the marching band is learning um, how to manage your time for schoolwork. So I, I believe that's a very valuable lesson. And Austin, let's talk a, a little bit about numbers. I mean, uh, the Mountain Air Band, of course, is huge, but some people may not realize just how huge uh, the band and the percussion section are. Can you tell us about the numbers involved here? So for the drum line, we have 32 members, which is... Um, very huge. We have nine cymbal players, 11 snares, five tenor drums, and seven bass drums. And for the whole band, there's about 300 members. And uh, on, on a game day Saturday, what all is involved with you? What time do you get started? What time do you go to the field? And, and uh, what all is involved on Mountaineer game days? So for every home game, um, the drumline has to arrive six hours before the game starts. So, for example, if it was a noon kickoff, the drumline has to arrive by six o'clock. Um, and then the rest of the band has to arrive um, five hours earlier, so like at seven o'clock. Um, and then we have our rehearsals for at least a couple hours. And then we break off. Um, for many bands, so there's Mantrip, Tailgate, and then Blaney House, where um, some members of the marching band perform for um, the president of DVU. Um, and then we have um, a hill performance, um, and then we march down to the stadium, and then finally we um, play our pregame, and then um, then we get to the stands for the rest of the game. Awesome. Uh, have you been able to make some interesting trips uh, during your career? And uh, uh, what's, the, what's the neatest place you've been able to go with the marching band? Um, I would say um, the Maryland game from about a month ago. Um, like like, like I'm just traveling over there. I think yeah, it was my first like away game that I traveled to. Um, and that was just a neat experience to go to like a different stadium and perform for um, the crowd. Yeah, we're talking with Austin Tolley, a member of the Mountaineer Marching Band. And Austin, you were telling me that there is a new tradition that started with the percussion section, and you now are part of that new tradition. Tell tell us about that. So a couple weeks ago, we started a new tradition where. Um, Whoever is like the hardest worker um, is chosen to be the recipient for the coal miner's helmet. Um, and then um, yesterday for the Texas Tech game, um, that helmet was passed on to me. And the helmet is um, passed on based off of how hard you work um, between like every home game. So for the next game on October 30th, I'll pass the Cole Myers helmet to someone else who I think was the hardest worker um, between now and October 30th. 
That's great. So a hard hat for a hard worker. Austin, thank you so much for, for spending time with us, and, and good luck at Morgantown with the Mountaineer Marching Band. Well, thank you. You have a good day, Mr. Rubin. Remember, for all the news on the blue, go anywhere you can find podcasts, search Viking 360, hit the subscribe button, and turn on your notifications.